Hello, hello, and welcome back to Jude Making Money. It's Jude here. Uh, today is Understanding Money Part 3, and this is also the first episode of the summer. Okay, so we're going to start off uh, with uh, currencies. Money isn't the same everywhere. Each country will usually have its own type of money called a currency. People and businesses from that country will expect to be paid in the local currency. Sometimes you need to get money in another currency, whether it's for a family trip overseas or a business or a business making an international deal. To exchange one currency for another, you need to know how much the currencies cost in relation to each other. This is what is known as an exchange rate. You can exchange different currencies at a business called a foreign exchange bureau. It's also often possible to do this at a bank or a post office. These places usually display the relative value of each currency on a board. A currency's value changes all the time depending on how many people want it. The higher the demand for it, the higher its value. If the value of a currency has been rising and expected to rise farther, this is said to be a strong currency. If the value of a currency has been falling and expected to fall farther, it's said to be a weak currency. An unpredictable or unstable currency isn't desirable because it can mean people stop trusting it. There are several reasons there are several reasons why some currencies are in more demand than other value trust. A currency's value depends on how much uh, trust that country's government. If they don't, the currency the value of the currency will go down. Strong business. The more business a country does, the higher demand for its currency. Political decisions. Governments decide on how uh, much new money to create. If they reduce the amount, their currency will become rarer, which may make it more expensive. If a country is both strong and stable, it's likely to become a reserve currency. This means that banks and governments buy that currency to store their wealth. Today, the world's most dominant reserve currency in the U.S. is the U.S. dollar, but countries also use the euro, U.K. pound, and Chinese yen. Chapter 2, The Story of Money Money has been used for at least as long as people have been able to write things down. We know this because many of the oldest examples of writing are receipts and lists that people owe each other. It's likely, however, that some form of money existed long before this, before it even had a name. As an idea, it seems to have occurred to people all around the world rather than spending from one place to another. But how did it end up in the form it has today? Not quite money. The oldest surviving evidence of 
People using money to trade goods comes around from Mesopotamia, modern-day Iraq, around 9,000 years ago. Before this, historians think that people used a mixture of methods to trade with each other. In some instances, people had to barter or trade things. As we know, bartering only works if both people have what the other wants. To solve this problem, people bartered with each other until they found something else to trade with. The more people traded, the more they learned about deals other people made. Over time, they started to get a sense of how much things were worth. Sometimes people had the right things to barter with, but they weren't ready at the right time, so they made promises to each other instead. This is a promise known as IOU. Although no one used the word money to describe these promises and transactions, all the ingredients of money were there. Definitely money. We know Mesopotamians used these things as money because they wrote down records of debts they owed each other and how these debts were paid. This is uh, some of the earliest ever writing. Records show they used a grain called barley to measure small sums and silver to measure larger amounts. They may have even used barley seeds and silver of uh, silver as coin. Funny money. At least since Mesopotamian times, all over the world people have used a variety of things in the same way they call that that we use cash today. These are simple forms of money that varied widely. An Oceania dolphin teeth in Central America resplendent quasil feathers Africa and Asia quarry shells in Europe bronze arrowheads in Asia tea in Europe peppercorns in Central America cocoa beans in Africa, salt blocks. In Africa and Asia, metal ingots. Widespread was animal skins. Obsidian was in Central America. Jade stones were in Asia. And Raya stones were in Oceania. These forms of money were often desirable in some way and had their own value. But many of them also had drawbacks too. Some forms had fewer drawbacks than others. For instance, quarry shells were both rare and desirable. They were also portable and durable and became in fairly uniform size. In China, quarry shells were such a successful form of money, people started to make bronze copies to use as well. Bronze copies were first used around 2,400 years ago. These small man-made metal objects had a lot in common with another, much more recognizable form of money that was already being used in China and beyond coins. The Rise of the Coin Money has taken many different forms throughout history, but some things have been used more widely than others. Over time, small flat discs made of certain metals, especially gold and silver, came to be used across the globe. The earliest coins were made during 
Lydia of modern-day Turkey around 2,700 years ago. In China, bronze coins uh, first appeared around 2,400 years ago. Coins weren't used in the Americas until Europe's European settlers came, but people traded with gold objects. Not all coins were round. Silver coins like these were used in India around 2,400 years ago. Gold and silver were perfect materials to make coins. Rare enough to be precious, but not too rare, so almost ev anyone could have a little. Gold and silver were too valuable to use for everyday business, so people also made coins from other less rare metals. In ancient Rome, a single gold coin held the same value as 25 silver coins, or 200 brass coins, or 1,600 bronze coins. For most people, one silver coin was worth one day's pay. So one aris was nearly a month's wage. Coins were made or minted by local rulers and governments who used them to collect taxes. They had to be recognizable so people could feel confident spending them and accepting them. Many features of a coin hadn't changed since they were first used around 2,700 years ago. Uh, okay, we're going to... Okay, we'll finish this page. This system worked well for over a thousand years, but coins weren't perfect. They were heavy and heavy to carry in, lar in big quantities, and worse, people could steal them. People found creative ways to cheat with coins, too. Okay, uh, thank you everybody for listening to June Making Money. Uh, next week we'll have a guest, and thank you for listening. Bye.